What's up, everybody? Thanks for joining the From Anxious Table podcast. If this is your first listen, hello, welcome. Thanks for giving me a chance. And if you're coming back, wow, wow, thank you so much for coming back and listening to more episodes. coming and you're listening to from anxious to able so today i wanted to just kind of check in it's been a couple of weeks since i've done a podcast and actually a lot has happened in this past week a lot of shifts i don't know if you have listened to my first episode of this season but i really kind of talked through a lot of um just attachments I have to like the survival archetype, I guess you would say. And I feel like that's something that I have really taken on as part of my identity, not even realizing that I've done that. And so I've kind of created a lot of situations for myself where I keep putting myself back in that place of survivor because that's all I know. And like, or it's all I've known in the past. It's not all I choose to know. I choose to know more than the life of the survivor, but if you are listening to this and, you know, it's 2022, <laughs> you might really resonate with the survivor archetype because I think many of us are experiencing that right now. I think that's like, I feel like just overall the energy of, of the world, um, specifically like our country is like survivor. Like we feel like we are just getting through each day and we're barely getting through each day. And we keep watching the prices of everything rise and the amounts we're getting paid aren't rising. And like, we're just kind of waiting for that tipping point. And we keep trying to just kind of like run on this hamster wheel to keep up. And it's a very, like, it's, it's real. It's very, very real what's going on in the world. And I think Oftentimes what happens is that like we kind of do this like self, like a self-reflection in the sense of like we make it about us. I think a lot, like I think for a while there, there was a period of time where I didn't really, like I knew what was going on in the world, but I still kind of blamed myself for not being able to keep up. And even though I was making the same amount of money as I made the previous year, it didn't feel like it did, right? Like it didn't feel like enough because the cost of everything is going up. And so in my mind, it was like the only solution is to make more. Like I, and I kind of put myself back in this position of survivor of this, like nothing I do is enough. I have to keep like hustling, keep grinding, keep, you know what I mean? Like getting, I just kind of put myself back in that place for when I, from when I like originally started building my business three and a half years ago. And when I started building my business, I feel like there was a part of, part of, like part of that was very necessary like kind of that hustle aspect was very necessary for me because I had just found out I was pregnant and I truly was just living with whatever cash I could acquire on the daily basis I didn't have any like consistent cash flow at all you know I did like farmers markets and things like that and it was always a hit or miss I never knew if I was going to like walk out of there with enough money to pay my bills or pay my pay my groceries or anything like that or pay for my groceries um So it was like very inconsistent and there's a part of me that like really thrives in that. Um, I mean, that is, I think that's a a big survivor archetype kind of 
uh, response is like we kind of thrive in those situations where it, you are like you're it's solely reliant on you. You have to make it happen now, right? Like I was really good at being able to like make the money that I needed to survive the day. And it's been really interesting to see how those aspects of myself have kind of transitioned into my business, really not even realizing that it was, you know, like I, I just kind of like, I, I, it snuck in, it snuck in in different aspects of my life. And one of the biggest aspects that it snuck in was me trying to keep Corey home from having to go back to work. And this was such a huge thing because what I realized is that I kind of embodied the story of like I took my I like I I brought my partner home as like part of my kind of success story. And I never really gave myself the time or space to evaluate if that's really what I wanted or if that's really what we sh- you know if, if that was really what's still in alignment for us. At the time when he came home it was 100% in alignment. It was perfect timing. I had he had come home because of um you know, the, the lockdowns and stuff and wasn't able to go back to work. And during that period of time where he wasn't able to go back to work, which was like three months, six months, I can't remember exactly. But during that period of time, I think it was three months, I tripled my social selling income. Like I started, I went from making like 3000 to making like upwards to nine, $10,000 a month. And so at that time, it literally didn't make sense for him to go back to work because he was just making like a small salary. And it was like, oh, like if you come back, I can continue putting energy into this and you can help me with the, at the time it was just one. And then we had another kid. (laughs) Um, and so for the last two years, he's been home because the energy was like really behind what I was doing. And then as this past year kind of happened, things have shifted for me. Things have shifted just in general in the world. And I started kind of operating more in that survival mode of feeling like no matter what I do, it's not enough and feeling like if I don't show up today to work, then my family is not going to have what they need. And like, it became this like pressure and this like need of like, I have to do this every single day or else my family's not going to have what they require. And it was just a lot of, it's been a lot of pressure and it really has built up. And I feel like this is a really important conversation because you're going to go through all different types of phases in your business. And it's super important to like take the time to evaluate where you're at now and what's working for you now and what needs to shift. And like, it's okay. There are things that are just good for seasons. There are things that you, you, that are great. And they're like, you know, the permanence of them is great. And you want, and you want that to be a permanent part of your life. But always, always, as we shift and change the way that we operate in our business is going to need to shift and change in order for us to be able to continue showing up in joy and continue growing our business. Like, um, one thing I learned from, I, I was a bartender when I lived in Australia and the guy who owned the bar, he was like one of the longest standing bars in that area because what would happen in that area is like people would do these like kind of like pop-up clubs where they were like really just designed to be a club for like two years max. And then they would like eventually like either, you know, build a whole new club or they'd get shut down or they'd have to shut down. It was like this weird dynamic where it was kind of like known in that area that everything was kind of temporary. People like did things short term. But one of these, this bar on the beach had been like one of the longest standing bars. And he said, the reason is, is because every three months he like shifts the energy and he really, he, he reevaluates how they do things. And he, he even like goes to the extent of like, 
renovating a piece of the, the property or, or like just like adding a whole new system in place, adding a whole new type of event, bringing in a different, like he is just always reevaluating every three months how they can make it new and fresh and different for people. And that's something that I have carried with me and really understand within my business too, is like what was working for you at one point might not work for you now. And like, and that's okay. And like, there are multiple, you know, there's multiple, um, avenues to success just because one thing was successful one time doesn't mean you need to replicate that over and over and over again. You know, it doesn't mean you have to like keep trying to fit yourself into that box. So I think that's kind of what happened with me and with us is like, I put this pressure on myself to keep him home because we've really loved being home together. Like he's so great with the kids. Um, like the situation was, it, it was, it was a really beautiful situation for the time that we've had to be able to do that. I think it's been like two and a half years now. And, um, but things have shifted this past year and I really recognized that I was kind of becoming like my business was becoming more of a burden. Like this idea of like, I cannot rest. Like I cannot take a moment to myself. I cannot step away for a minute because if I do, then my family's not going to have what they need. And so it was like this, this past week, I just had this like kind of revelation of like, man, I've embodied this story of like, I took my, I like took my husband home or like my husband came home because of our business. And that was never part of my vision. It was never like something that like, it was like what I wanted to do because he hated his job. You know, like he didn't hate his job at the time. And it was mostly because the reason we did it was mostly just because the energy was behind my business at the time. Um, And I really wanted more time to work on my business. So I know so many people have this like vision or this dream within social selling. It's like a very big one. And so especially in social selling, like if you start like kind of getting tabs on people's goals and you start taking notes, you know, like if you were doing some market research, you'll find that like this goal to like take your husband home from work is a big goal. And it's like, it's very prominent in the social selling world. And it was something that I like literally embodied just because it was like a projection of what success looked like in social selling, if that makes sense. So at the time that he came home, it was good. It was like, it, it, it really worked for us. But then over time, I like try to force our situation into this box. And I try to like force it as part of our success story when it wasn't feeling genuine or real for us anymore. Like, I, like, I, like I was feeling like a lot of weight and a lot of heaviness and it, and it wasn't really necessary. Like I, it was like, at what cost? Like I know that I can get, like, I know I can get to a point where we have, like, our debt paid off and, you know, we have enough money to, to save or we have enough money to, like, you know, find our forever home. I know that I can do these things, but at what cost of my own energy, sanity, you know, emotional and, and, and physical well-being? And that was something that I really had to look at this past week. Like, I had an actual breaking point where I was just, like, this is too, like, I love what I do, but I am not, I'm like, I'm struggling to keep myself loving getting up and showing up to work every single day. Like I'm having, like I was having to like keep having that. Like basically it was like, I was, I do feel like I've been operating my business from a space of like purpose, but it was like, I had to keep having the conversation with myself like too many times a day, if that made sense. Like too many times a day, I had to pull myself out of 
doing what I need to do to like make sure our family gets through this time period that's just crazy time period in life and the world to do what I need to do to make sure we have what we need through that. And like, and having to like, I keep having to have that conversation to pull me out of that inner dialogue and into my purpose and why and into serving people and into like really why I do what I do. And so it was kind of this moment where I had to like recognize, like lay it all out, right? I always say like dump out the purse and like lay it out and, and really allow myself to acknowledge that I'm not showing up as fully as I could and as consistently as I could if I was not the only one creating income right now. Like there's no, there's no reason. Like I make a, a, a good, you know, income. Like I like make, even with it having gone down this past year and like, like I make a substantial income. I make like a, a very decent household income. And, um, but like there was no reason for us to experience this state of survival. Like if, if had, uh, you know, Corey gone back to work or if he goes, goes back to work now, which is, this is kind of what we're speak talking about right now, um, like it would take so much pressure off because it would really allow us to kind of like get beyond that point of like kind of just surviving. That's like really how I feel right now. And like, like living off of this one income and having like, not just like living in this inflation, but also trying to pay off debt, trying, you know what I mean? Like there's so many things we're trying to do amongst trying to keep up with the raise in prices of everything. And, and it, it was just this moment of like, we could do this so easily if, even if it was like a part-time job, you know, whatever it was, like we could do this so easily if we had this like kind of a little bit more consistent income coming in that like we could count on. Cause everything with, with my work is like, there's like a base amount that I can super, super count on with, with, um, you know, my social selling and my residual income, but everything else that I do, you know, I do partnerships and, you know, I do, um, like marketing for like on social media and I do like affiliate programs and I do my course and I launch that every so often. And like, there's so many different things that I do where money comes in at like different times. It's not reliable or consistent, but it's also an opportunity for growth. So that that's like, there's like a beauty in that. There's a beauty in all the different things that I do and the, and the, you know, open door of possibility we have to create extra income. But I'm realizing at this point in my life that consistency with like with children, like things have shifted for me a lot because I feel like I always speak into um, kind of like the type of person that I am. Like I need kind of that like endless possibility. And I really do need that. I, I, I don't, for me, for me personally, like the type of job where it's a set pay and that's all you get. And that's, you know, like there's no, if you show up a thousand percent or 5% any day, it's the same amount you're getting paid. Like that's not something that, you know, it gets me excited to show up to work every day. Like I do really get excited and I love the opportunity of like kind of infinite growth. Like the more I grow, the more I learn as a person, the more I like am willing to make mistakes and fail and learn from that, then the bigger I can grow this business, the, the more people I can support, like the more purpose I can, you know, embrace in this world. And I, and I, that is, there's something to be said in that. There is also something to be said about that consistent income, something you can count on. So something for me personally with my social selling business is, is like getting my income to a point that no, like with, within my, like my residual income within my, my network marketing company is like getting my residual income to a point that whether it goes up or down, there's always a consistent baseline that, that baseline for me needs to go up. Right. So like 
it was really high there for like, uh, I don't know, I would say like a good year. And then kind of as everybody went through this like inflation period and like our company made a lot of shifts and changes and like ev almost every network marketing company took a really big hit this past year. Our mental, uh, our mental health took a hit, you know, like just a lot was happening. And then it was like a lot of people in network marketing were like kind of questioning their worth, questioning whether or not they were good at this anymore, like, or if this was for them anymore, because we were, we were, we were projecting what was happening in, in the world specific, like specifically into our business. It was like, it wasn't just the business that was going through this. The whole world was going through this, but I was feeling it like me personally, I was feeling it like I was looking at it more directly as a reflection of like my business and what that meant about me rather than like looking at it as a whole, like this is what everyone's going through and like what can we do to kind of position ourselves ahead of the game and like to make sure that we can get through this and it not be this like, you know, thing that's like aging us 20 years in two years, right? Like there's no need for that. So it was kind of this dialogue and, and we don't know like exactly – right now, like what this will look like or like what our, what, um, like what our next step will be, whether it be like um, kind of hiring someone for different admin tasks or Corey going back to work like part-time. That's something that we're really highly considering right now. Um, and like, you know, doing kind of finding a job that can work well with my schedule and kind of seeing how we can shift my schedule to like fit that and that is a huge shift for us. I mean, like we've been home together for two and a half years. I've been able to just kind of like go out to my office and work whenever I, you know, need to or want to or have an idea. And so this will be a really big shift for us. But I guess what what kind of it came down to was like, I know I can do this. Like I know I can get us through this period of time, but at what cost? Like it doesn't necessarily need to be this way. It doesn't need to be this like hustle survival, like of the fittest type of feeling every single day. I don't need to have to keep talking myself out of that. Um, like I can let some of that burden like go. I can hand some of that weight over. Um, this is actually like a really good example of like, if you kind of flipped my story on its head, network marketing and social selling is a really, really great opportunity for people who already have a stable, consistent income, but it doesn't seem like it's quite enough. Network marketing and social selling is an opportunity to like bring that extra income in, right? Like it's an opportunity for you to like have that door of possibility of like whatever I do here is just extra. And like, I can pull that into my family household income. So, um, and like, I'll say whenever that was the energy, I grew so quickly because there wasn't so much pressure to perform and to like make it happen. So we are kind of figuring out like, what does this look like? And at what, like, do we want to, um, kind of be home together eventually? Like, is that part of our success story? Is that part of our vision? Is that something we really want to do? Or is it, there's something that, you know, Corey might, like a career that we don't like that, that Corey really might want to embrace and do, you know, for himself or for this family, um, for a little while or, you know, whatever. So it's just kind of like, we're kind of looking at it. Like, what do we want to do? And like, what's going to be the best for our children? Because right now us being home is great, but if we're constantly stressed or, you know, like, and, and that's the energy that survivor energy is, is present every day. Like that's not healthy for them. And, so yeah, it's like, yeah, we're both home, but it, it's better for them to be around an environment where we're, we can operate 
from a space of joy and like flow and it's not feeling like this push, 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 gotta work, can't rest, blah, blah, blah. You know, like I don't want that energy for my kids. Like I was really realizing like, no, this is just so, this is so much similar to like my childhood and like the way that I grew up of like kind of that like survival mentality because people like refuse to do anything that they like, you know, that wasn't in perfect alignment with what they wanted to do. And I think that there is something to be said about like going for those things that you want. And there's also something to be said about like doing the hard work to get you to a place where you can do what you want and like being able to see that through and being able to be consistent in that. So something that we really talked about was like, at what point if we wanted to like, you know, be home together, together, like at what point of income could we really make that work where we're not setting ourselves backwards? So something that I wish, not that I wish I did, I don't regret him coming home. I like, there's been so much beauty in that. And we really had, the season was so good and the kids got like full attention and it's been so good. But I think our question was kind of like, what does this look like for us? And at what point, if we do decide to, you know, you know, come, come back into like all being at home and, you know, not going and working, you know, him not going to work or him coming back, whatever it is. Right. Um, at what point will like, we really feel good about that because I think had we just kind of waited it out, like him continuing to go to work and we just use that extra income as savings, like we would be so much far ahead in being able to purchase our, our home and like, paying off debt and all of these things. So I think my biggest lesson is like when things are going good, let them continue going good and like let that extra energy or that extra money or that, you know, let that flow in to your future. Um, that was the mistake that I had made was like the money was really good and I wasn't preparing for our future with that money. I was just like expecting it to come and then like had him come home and it was really great for like a year. But then it was like, energy wise, I couldn't keep up with it because I built all of that from hustle culture. I built all of that from like showing up and working like 7am to 12 at midnight. And you can do that for periods of time. Like I know that there's like a lot of talk about how hustle culture is like, you know, needs to go and like, we need to stop hustling and blah, blah, blah. Like, yes. And no, I feel like there is a time to hustle. 100%. It's just that you can't hustle all day, every day for a long period of time. It's like someone like training for a marathon and running that marathon and then just immediately running another marathon the next day and running another marathon the next day. Like the only reason they can run that marathon is because they worked up to it. And then after that marathon, they drink water and they like, you know, like they hydrate and they, they stretch and they like rest and they like take time to like let their body recover. So hustle, I, I don't, I'm pro hustle, but I'm pro hustle, hustle instance and that, and I'm pro hustle in letting the hustle be, I think I've said this before, but like letting that be like the Mario mushroom that speeds you up rather than the thing, the vehicle in which you're driving. Like you can't build a business off hustle. That Like that just, like that is what I did. I mean, you can, that's what I did. But the problem was, is that I lost a lot of my foundation because I built so quickly and there were so many different systems and so many different things that I wasn't focused on because I was only focused on what was working, which was like showing up and, and literally working like more than 12 hours a day um, constantly, right? Like pushing, pushing, pushing. 
which like I said, there is something to be said about that because I did grow a lot faster than most people in my business. Um, but there, what was missing was that like strong foundation. What was missing was that like, cons that, that kind of like infinite consistency because you can't be consistent in the hustle every day, all day. You can do it for long periods of time and then eventually you crash and eventually you burn out. And then there's like long periods of time where you're continuing to try to hustle, but like the energy's just not there and you're pushing and now you're kind of moving backwards. And so I experienced a lot of that and I'm realizing kind of during this quieter time of my business, because I know social selling and network marketing is about to take off. Like I, I believe that 100% and I feel like it's about to kind of have another really big wave. Like I joined and I kind of hustled and got to experience that like first really big wave. Um, and I think another big wave is coming and I, what I'm realizing during this, like, sorry guys, I can't turn this off. Um, what I realized during like the quieter time, uh, you know, of this season within, you know, most businesses is this is a great opportunity to kind of put those systems into place that will really prepare for our future and to kind of like evaluate what's working, what's not. And like, what kind of things can we put into place now that we may not need now, but will help us with our, like, I'm really thinking about my future self in this regard. When I first built my business, it was kind of like, I was thinking about my, you know, my present self. Like I need to get out of survival. I need to get, you know, I need to like recreate this relationship with money. And I was like focused on what was working. And then in the meantime, I wasn't seeing all that wasn't working for me and all that would kind of come, come back to kind of bite me in the ass because there were so many different systems and, you know, just different things that I wasn't paying attention to because I didn't have to pay attention to it because what I was doing was working. Right. But then when you're not, when you're, when what you're doing is no longer working because you're burnt out and you don't have the energy, then all of those things kind of compound and you start realizing like, Oh man, I was like, really should have been working on my money, money management. And I really should have, you know what I mean? Like these type of things, start like falling, like you start realizing like, okay. So like our conversation is like, at what point, like, I don't, you know, at what point do we like actually choose, you know, if we want to do that, at what point do we, you know, sit down and have that conversation again? But I don't want it to ever be like, oh, I'm making a substantial amount of money now. Like just come home because we really want to get to a point where we can, we can feed into our future and like, think about our future and think about our kids' future. And even when things are going well, looking at how we might be able to use that overflow at the time and like position that overflow into our future so that we, if we ever have moments of low periods or quieter times or dips or whatever, which happens in all businesses that we can like really prepare for that, that we're like, that we're fully prepared for that and that we can move through that with grace and it not be this big burden and it not be like that we're back in this space of like having to show up every day because then, you know, what happens if you, um, this is another big thing that we're kind of addressing and like, um, working through and figuring out what that number is for us. But like oftentimes what happens is like when your income grows, your lifestyle grows to meet that income. And what we're kind of evaluating now is like at what income can we truly live like, you know, kind of burden free where like we, everything that we, we require is like really it's, we can count on it. It's there. You know what I mean? And like, at like, what is that number? And like, can we commit to living in that number no matter what, right? No matter if my income is like 20 grand, 30 grand, like, can we commit to living within this, like maybe like $6,000? Like that's like the number that sits really well with me. Um, and like utilizing that 
a, a month to like live and pay our bills and, you know, kind of start paying down credit cards and like all of those things or paying down debt. Can we use that to live on and can we commit to, to living off that no matter how much more money we start making over the next years? And can we put that money to, to our, like to uh, like put that money into investments and, you know, saving for a home and like preparing for our future self so that if anything ever happens, like this is something that is very, very important to me because this is where in my childhood, like things went wrong because my parents both made substantial amount of money at different times in their life. Like they both had different businesses and both lost their businesses pretty much overnight at different points. And, and the problem that was, was that there was never any preparation for the future. Things were going well. And we just assumed that things will continue going well. So we like match our lifestyle to that. And then it takes us a while. Like it took me a while to kind of really realize that the world is shifted and like the way we need to operate, like the way we operate needs to shift because we just kept kind of living into the same numbers that were coming in when those numbers weren't coming in anymore. And that's kind of how our debt acquired. Um, like we kind of started planning our wedding and like we did all of these things. So we're kind of like evaluating that of like, what can we, what kind of systems can we put into place now that will kind of help us prepare for that future? And like, at what point are we going to really allow ourselves to consider shifting the way we do things again. Like it's kind of like when I very first started my network marketing business, it was like, I'm not giving myself permission to quit this until I hit this rank. Like I'm going to keep moving through showing up, doing the hard things, making mistakes, blah, 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 until I hit this rank. And when I hit this rank, then I'll let myself decide, do I want to continue? What do I want it to look like? Right? Like, so I kind of have been doing this throughout different parts of my business. When I hit, um, it's kind of like when I hit platinum, I built my office. I think when I hit gold, I started my podcast. It was like all of these different things. It was like when, at what point will I allow myself to start integrating in something new? Because if I shift my energy too soon, things will kind of start to crumble, right? Um, and so this is a big one for us is like really looking at how we might be able to prepare for our future. And instead of like growing with our income and changing our lifestyle immediately as our income increases, like allowing ourselves to really live within that minimal not minimal, but like, you know, that, that comfortable amount that really allows us to enjoy life, but we're not getting crazy with it. And, and we're thinking about our future and, um, and, and then kind of going from there and, and seeing like, okay, at, you know, where, when will we decide, um, if we want to shift the way we do things or if we want to like come, come back together, not come back together, but you know what I mean? Like him coming back home, whatever it is. Um, and also deciding like, where will our money, like, we're kind of looking at that of like, where will our money go? So here's my goal. I'm going to, I like, I want to get, you know, my social selling income to this amount. Um, and it, it be that that's like a consistent amount. It's not just like every so often. And it's not like up and down, like it might be up and down, but like that the baseline is that amount. Um, you know, and then like, uh, like basically deciding all of the extra money that comes in through here, like where will that go? And where, like, what's our first priority? Like for our first priority is to kind of like pay down our debt and start saving to be able to um, get a home, right? So I have to be able to like show that my income is increasing, which it has, like I've been able to show my, my income increasing every year. Like as a, you know, entrepreneur, I think we talked about this on Annie's podcast, but that's just something that like, as you're growing, 
your business, like you can't just buy a house overnight if you start making money overnight. Like you have to be able to show a consistently like growing income, like for at least two years on your tax return in order to be able to like get a loan for a house. So um, that's something that we've been like working on as well. And yeah, it's just been like really great though, like really realizing that, oh my God, okay, we get to decide how this journey looks. Like we need to stop. Like I didn't even realize I was doing that. I didn't even realize like I was projecting this other story and like trying to fit into this story, trying to make make it work um, when it wasn't really working for us anymore. And like, I feel like that happens often where we kind of try to place ourselves into someone else's vehicle or place ourselves onto someone else's path. I think Jenna Kutcher talks about this. I don't know if she talks about it in her new book, but um, she talks about it often like on her podcast and stuff. Like she relates it back to like a GPS. Like our starting point is going to be very different than someone else's starting point. It, they might have just a few turns to get to where they want to go. Um, you know, like they're, they're might be coming from the North and you're coming from the South, like, and you're going to like, it's going to, it might take you like a little bit longer. You might need a little bit longer road trip. You might, you're going to take different turns. You're going to have different scenery. Like you're going to have different experiences. And like, we often like see someone's success or we see a projection of success and we want to be successful. We, we want abundance. We want this life, but we don't know what that looks like for us because we've never, maybe we've never experienced it before. So we kind of like project our dream or we allow someone else's dreams to project onto us. And we kind of embody that person's idea of success or this like written idea of what success is in this company. And we embody that as like, Oh, I need to do those things in order to be able to, um, like to experience success in this business or to experience abundance in this business, or this is what abundance means. This is what a success means. And when I'm able to do this thing, then that means, you know what I mean? Like we tend to attach ourselves because we've never experienced, maybe we've never experienced what abundance looks like for us. Um, or, you know, what getting out of survival would look like for us. And I really want to invite you to take the time to like, kind of hash that out a little bit and like, really like kind of identify and, and put some systems in the place of like, Hey, this is the income that I need to be able to like, stop thinking about money every single day. And I'm going to live off of this income for this many years and all the other income that comes in, this is what I'm going to do with it. I'm going to put some here and here and here and like giving yourself this time. And then you're like, okay. And at what point, like on this year, or maybe at this, at this income, when I've made this income consistently for two years, like, I think that's kind of like where we're at is like, okay, when I have a consistent income and it's been consistent for like a good two years, then we'll reevaluate what we're going to do next, right? Something we can count on. There's that baseline there. We're not worried that it's going to fall below. And then everything else that I create is just extra income. And like, that's, and for right now, Corey's kind of kind of come in and subsidize that because it, it's not where we want it to be like baseline. And so him going back to work can help create that baseline, right? So I have some baseline and then he can bring in some baseline. And then everything else that I create is just extra income for us to figure out what we want to do with um, in regards to paying off debt and saving for our future. And so I really want to invite you to take some time and do that now so that you're you don't get into this hustle culture and then like start growing with your income. And then depending on that amount of, that happens so much. I've seen it happen so much where people start making really big money, especially if like they're influencers or anything like that, they start making really big money in social selling and they immediately like start living the lifestyle of a $30,000 a month paycheck. And then when things happen, when there's a lull or a dip or whatever, there's all of this pressure to continue to be able to live 
in that amount of income. And then all of a sudden you can't rest, right? Like all of a sudden you have to show up every single day without exceptions. There's no rest. There's like, then it's just like hustle is like, it's like a need you have to, right? It's like, you have to show up every day. And I truly, truly love what I do. Um, but I don't love that feeling of like have to or need to. And I always talking myself out of that. I try to never show up actually to what I do from that mentality. But I, what I realized was that like, it's taking so much energy for me to have this dialogue with myself so many times a day to like, keep me in on track. And had I, had I been able to, or have, have I been able to, or uh, sorry, if I was able to take that energy that I've been having to spend kind of like talking me off of that ledge, then I could utilize that energy to show up more consistently and more in purpose in my business, which will allow my business to grow so much faster, but not just faster, but like, like with a strong foundation because the pressure of needing to build, needing to get to this point is going to not give me the space to build something that's long lasting. So it's like, you know, this time when I get back to those five figure paychecks per month, I can like do it from this, I can do it from this space of like really building something that's long lasting and integral and has strong roots and not from a space of need to and have to, which is what I did originally when I built my business, right? So there's something to be said about that. Like kind of like, I need this. I have to, I have to do this. There is something to be said about those times, but I think that there has to be something stronger underneath, right? Or else you're going to have to keep showing up like that every single day and it's not sustainable. So, So that's really this opportunity I'm taking now kind of during this quieter time where my business is still growing, but it's growing more slowly, allowing that to be okay, rather than like having, you know, rather than that pressure of like, well, I needed to get to this income in order for us to, you know, in order to provide for our family. Like, I don't want to come at my business from, from that space anymore because it's not sustainable. And also there are pieces that will fall because I experience that. Like, I feel like I'm not completely starting over, but I, I feel like that in a sense. Like I feel like a lot of the growth that I had experienced because it was such quick growth, hustle growth, it was hustle growth. Um, you know, a lot of that kind of fell away because it, there, there wasn't that strong foundation. There weren't systems in place to allow that to be consistent without me consistently showing up. So this kind of quieter time where my business is, you know, like it, it's a little bit slower, but it's like growing slowly. I'm actually like, I really love it. And I don't want to not love it. You know what I mean? Like I want this to grow like it is. I want it to be sustainable and integral and long lasting. And I know that if I give myself that space to be able to continue building like this without the pressure of it needs to grow to this point this quickly, or, you know, because I need to provide for my family without that pressure, I know that my business will be long sustaining. So that's kind of where we're at. That's like the decision we've made of like, this will allow for my business to continue growing and expanding at the rate that it needs to, to make it integral and long lasting. Um, so yeah, that's kind of where we're at. Stay posted. We'll see how this all goes, but I just wanted to kind of let you in on this because I feel like this is a really, really important conversation. It's a really important thing for you to do to kind of take that time to yourself to really identify what does this look like? What does success look like to you? And also like, what's your commitment Like what's that infinite commitment? And at what point are you going to allow yourself to kind of reconsider um, what needs to shift and change? And how long are you going to commit to doing something so that you can prepare for your future and like really making sure that, okay, 
here's the amount of income that I, like that I that I require to be able to live from a space of flow. And this is the commitment I'm making to continue living in that income. Like even when I'm making more than that, to continue living in that income for this many years. And here's the things I'm going to do with my extra income. And at this point, when I've made this amount of income consistently for this long, then I'll give myself space to reconsider, you know, where I'm at, um, or where we're at as a family. Right. So that's kind of where I keep saying that's kind of where we are, but yeah, that's where we are. And, um, yeah, I hope this was helpful. I, you know, I don't really know how helpful this was because I'm kind of still mulling it out, but I feel like it's a really, it's an important conversation because I don't want people to look at our situation and like attach different ideas of what success and abundance looks like. Because even in this, even in this space, we're having those dialogues of what does it look like for us? And this, is this really what, what we should be doing right now? Is this really, is this really how, like what, how can we operate from a space of more joy and more of a flow, especially in this time of, of our lives and the time of the world? Like the energy is so intense that, that the survivor, survival energy is everywhere. Everyone is feeling like tense and, you know, unsure. And, and I'm like, okay, what can we put in place right now to ensure that we can continue operating from a space of joy? And so, like, like I said earlier, like kind of flipping my story on its head, this is why I think social selling is so great for people who already have a consistent income, not like quitting your job and doing this full time, but like keeping your consistent income coming in or someone in your household has a consistent income. And this allows you to like have that open door of possibility and to like bring in that extra income that can kind of help prepare for your future or maybe get you by this time of the world where our pay isn't really going up, but everything is costing more, right? Um, so yeah. All right, you guys, I hope you have an amazing week and I'll see you next week. Really quick, you guys, if you enjoyed this episode or any of my episodes, please take the time to subscribe to the channel and also to leave a review. This makes such an impact on getting the podcast out into the world. I read every single review and I really, really appreciate people who take the time to give this podcast some feedback. You just go to that purple podcast app or Spotify, search for anxious to able, and then click leave a review. And if you want to connect, you can find me on Instagram at your moon mom, and you can find the podcast at from anxious table. Thanks guys. Mm-hmm.